Hey, what's up, Anchor? Leon Hitchens here for Gadget Smart. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to quickly plug our newsletter and our site. So if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, it's a weekly newsletter. We talk about bite-sized gadget reviews and news. Um, from there, you just go to gadgetsm.art. That's gadgetsm.art. Uh, you'll find the newsletter. You'll find our links to to our podcast. You'll find a little description of what we do, who I am, and you can just check that out. I really appreciate it. You can follow our socials from there. And let's just jump into the topic. Let's talk about the iPhone 8, Apple's September 12th event. So the next iPhone is going to be coming out in the very, very near future. September 12th, they're holding an event at the Steve Jobs Theater at the new Apple campus. So everyone, of course, is writing about what we should expect from the, the new Apple campus. It's going to be momentous for everyone to see the Steve Jobs Theater. There, the press will get to see what's inside there. They'll, they'll show how it looks. Everyone's going to be talking about that. And then everyone's going to turn their attention to the iPhone 8 and what it means for Apple and what everything is going to change for Apple. So let's talk about the iPhone 8. We don't actually know if it's the iPhone 8 or if it's iPhone 7S or the iPhone X. The name is very much a big question here. If they go the iPhone 7S, it would just mean an iterative update. So they'd have to move the name to the iPhone 8 and really get it going. But this is an anniversary update, 10 years since the first iPhone. So people are thinking they're going to go for the iPhone X. I'm personally leaning towards the iPhone 8 just because it'd be the next iteration. Maybe on the 10 one, they, they change the name and, and go from there. But I, I have a feeling the iPhone 8 kind of rolls off the tongue a little more than the iPhone X. I think the Xbox One X more than anything. So the other part that we do know is we'll have an edge-to-edge screen. There'll be a small notch on the top for like your camera, your sensor, your speaker. And then we'll see the lack of a Touch ID home button. There's going to be a virtual home button, but no Touch ID anymore. And the way that you'll unlock your phone is face unlock. I find a lot of problems with this because your banking apps from Bank of America to Wells Fargo to Chase all use Touch ID right now. Everyone's relying on that standard and that secure enclave. And yes, Apple will use the same secure enclave to have face unlock, but is the API and SDK all going to be the same for these apps? Are they going to be able to easily transition everybody over or are they going to have to completely rethink their apps and how they're unlocking it? from previous versions of the iPhone to the iPhone 8. They're gonna have to have different apps and different features. So that's gonna be a small hiccup for Apple and third-party developers that are using Touch ID. Um, I also see the face unlock being a little more difficult to use. If you go to a grocery store, you're gonna have to point that camera right at you. And I just don't see that as an efficient way. If you're in bed at night and you have all the lights off, are you going to point that camera at you? How is it going to recognize your face? I understand it's supposed to use 3D cameras, so two cameras combining it to to see what your face is, but I just don't see that working in an efficient manner that is as easy as Touch ID. So let's talk about that edge-to-edge screen. The edge-to-edge screen is going to be beautiful. It's going to look more like the Galaxy S8 or the Note 8. And there is, of course, no curves to it, but there will be a small notch in the top for that, the sensors, like I said. The 
the lack of Touch ID means no home button, which means a virtual home button, which means you're going to have to rethink that dock on the bottom and just how it works. So you're going to have a Mac OS style dock, you're going to have a virtual home button, and you're going to have a lot more gesture control to compensate for that no home button. They don't want to go the, the Android route and have back button and everything. So you're going to have a lot more gestures and a lot more ways to control your phone because that taller screen is going to be harder to touch that top. So you're going to have to have maybe a swipe up or a swipe left or swipe right to navigate around. So we're coming to an end in this segment. I'll talk a little bit more about what this means and what the price is. So beyond all that with the screen and the home button and um, your, your iOS 11 having to change with Touch ID, there is a big question around price. The expected price is almost $1,000, $999 for the base model, the iPhone 8. And that's kind of high considering other models are like $699, $799 for your iPhone. And that already creates kind of a, a little stop for people. People go, man, it's expensive for a phone considering you can buy a laptop for $1,000 and it's more powerful and you can do so much more. So a $1,000 iPhone 8 is justified because you have, you're supposed to have dual cameras. Both of those dual cameras are more likely going to be stabilized. They're going to have a telephoto, maybe a wide angle, and that's going to create better pictures, but it's also going to be a feature for AR capabilities. So you're your AR kit's gonna have more access to all that. You're gonna be able to do more with that. That beautiful edge-to-edge -edge screen is gonna look great. It's supposed to be an OLED screen, something that a lot of Android phones use. It has richer black, uh, blacker blacks, richer colors. So there's a lot going on there with prices there. And of course, you're gonna have the next generation chip. You have the fastest processor. You're gonna have the fastest. Um, modems in the phone, so you're going to have a lot in there that justify the cost, just like the Note 8 is almost $1,000. The Note 8 is justified because it has S Pen, it has a beautiful screen, it has all this space, it has all these the speed, so there's a lot to be justified there. But at the same time, an iPhone 8 at that much, most people are doing in payment plans. What is that going to put that payment plan at? Or is carriers going to extend the plan a little longer, to, or they're going to require more money up front? there's going to be some pain point there for customers. So there's a lot going on with this iPhone 8. We won't know until September 12th. And with the rumors leaking or the rumors going and the leaks coming, we did see a iPhone 8 leak, the video leak. It was a very blurry video. You can see the iPhone 8, iOS 11. It has the top notch. When somebody opens the Chinese app, you can see it, the white bars across the top of the notch. In the middle, on the bottom, there's a Mac OS style dock. It looks great. It's the video's blurry. It's hard to make out what what everything is, but you do have a glimpse and a confirmation of everything beyond what the HomePod firmware already said. So we will see what's going to happen. But I'm super excited for this because Apple's going to change what's going on in the game, and hopefully we'll we'll have some updates in the next couple of days with new leaks, new rumors and maybe we'll have more confirmation on what Apple is doing. So thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Get Gadget Smart. Facebook, same thing as fb.com slash getgadgetsmart. Uh, our website's gadgetsm.art. And follow us 
on there, but also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music, where you can listen to this in podcast form or give us a call in on Anchor. So I really appreciate it all. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later.